You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. All right, today I want to talk to you guys about something that I think is real important, the power of the right reality, the power of the right reality. There are a lot of different realities that you can align yourself to, but there's only a few realities that are actually going to take you to your goals. Power of the right realities. About two months ago, I was in a, some of you may remember this. I know Chris will remember it because he made fun of me for telling him this. He's a great business partner. He laughs at me when I open up and I'm vulnerable. Two months ago, I was in Chicago with my wife and we were taking a long weekend to, uh, you know, recharge, rest. And we flew in early that morning. We spent the whole day exploring, eating. I had so much pizza. My wife is loving it, but I'm getting tired. So I'm like, babe, I got to go to bed. So we headed back to the condo and it's literally like seven o'clock. And she's like, what is wrong with you? Like we're in Chicago and you're going to go to bed at seven 30. I'm like, babe, just please. I got to get some sleep. It's been a long month. So I, I get in the shower and I'm telling you guys this because I think it's important that you know that you never outgrow this. I don't want to give you guys the impression that me and Chris are just like Iron Men and we never struggle with anything. Part of the power that negative situations have over you is you think you're the only one. But as soon as you realize, ah, oh, this is normal. Ah, oh, this happens to them too. Ah, oh, this happens to that person. That's 50% of the battle, y'all. So you just got to know it happens to everybody. So I'm in the shower and I'm like, man, I start thinking about the last 30 days. Like, man, we barely were profitable. It was a rough month. This was March. You may remember I was posting about it. March was a hard month. Into March, like this last month sucked. I was just like, you know, if we do this again, for like another two months in a row, like we're going to start losing money. Man, that sucks. Like we've never lost money before. If we do this again for like the next eight months, then we'll probably like run out of cash. And then we like won't have anything. And then it's like, I'll have to get a job. And, and then, you know, Chris's wife will have to take over the business. And like, it's just got worse and worse and worse. Started thinking about our team, started thinking about everything that went wrong. I was literally rehearsing this story. That was like, my life is pretty much over. Like, I'm not quite dead, but I'm like almost dead. Like I could be dead here in the next couple hours. Like it was just like, I was tired. I was like, not in my right mind. And it sounds hilarious, but how many of you ever been in that place when it's like, you literally, like, you start looking at your life and you can't find anything good. <laughs> You're just like, everything sucks. Like, there's nothing that I'm grateful for. And I went to bed. I woke up the next morning. And it was like, I just need to sleep. And I woke up and I got up really early. I remember going to Starbucks across the street. And I pulled out a notebook and I wrote down this sentence. Be careful which reality you subscribe to. Be careful which reality you subscribe to because the reality is like a radio dial. And there are many realities that you can listen to in your life. And the reason some people fail and some people win is the failures and the losers are dialed into the wrong reality while the winners are exclusive and ruthlessly focused and dialed into the empowering reality. So I get up the next morning, I take a pen and a notebook, I'm at Starbucks and I start getting to work and I start listing out the things that I want in my business, the things that I want to change, the things that I want to actually take away from 
this situation. And if you can learn to, this is just like a quick note to add on to this. If you can learn to reframe the things that you don't like as learning lessons, you're really going to start growing. You're really going to start growing. And so I started writing these things down. I wanted to stop being reactive and I wanted, you know, our clients to undoubtedly believe that our process is the best in the world. And I wanted a hundred percent success rate. And I started writing out the things that I was really, really interested in. And the thing is I started feeling really, really empowered, you know, contrast that to the night before where I'm like, literally I'm about to lose my life. We have no assets. Everybody hates us. I started waking up, you know, woke up the next morning and I started feeling like I was actually going to be able to make it out. I was actually empowered to do the right thing. So I listed out what I wanted. I listed out some of the assets that I had under my control. How many of you have ever taken a notebook and listed out every asset you have, every lever you can pull to move your business in the right direction? Sometimes it's easy to be like, well, man, I don't have a list of 100,000 people. No, but you got 4,000 friends on Facebook. You ever written that down as an asset? Some of you are like, man, I'm just not, I'm just not good at selling on the phone. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. But what you're not doing is you're not balancing that out with the actual things you have control over. What are the assets that you can actually list out to take control of and move yourself forward? Consistent focus towards a desired outcome will take you to that outcome eventually nine times out of 10. It's just consistent focus on the desired outcome. And we get lost in the storm because we start looking at and talking about and focusing on the storm. And we lose sight of the outcome that we wanted to begin with. We get distracted by all the shit that's getting in our way rather than focusing on, look, what are the levers? What are the assets? So let me give you two scenarios, two scenarios. And this is, I'm going to kind of tie this off in a big loop when it comes to like the reality and how the right reality can empower you and the wrong reality can kill you. So two scenarios. In scenario number one, let's just use a health example. Let's say that you like want to lose 20 pounds or 100 pounds or 400 pounds, and let's say you spend the whole morning wallowing about how the universe hates you, how it's so easy for other people to lose weight, but it's not working for you, and on and on you go, and you whine and you moan, and you focus on how your neighbor's losing weight, and your mom's losing weight, and your husband's sister is losing weight, and this person's losing weight, but you know, you're not losing weight. You talk about it to anyone who will listen, your spouse, your kids, your friends, you broadcast it on Facebook, blah, blah, blah. All right, so picture this, you're in this state. This is where people get confused when it comes to accurate thinking. You've heard about the power of accurate thinking. What's real is real, what's not is not. But that's only 50% of the equation. It's only 50% of the equation because technically, complaining about what you don't like is accurate thinking. If you have $10 in your bank account and you're like, I hate the fact that I have $10 in my bank account, that is accurate thinking. Accurate thinking is not the whole picture. It's only part of the equation. So technically, here you are in this state where everything you're complaining about is technically true. But it's a reality that is not empowering you to change. It is a reality, but it's not the right reality. It doesn't empower you to change. Right? Your friend comes along and you're like, hey, let's go get pizza and ice cream. Boom. You're over. Your willpower is zero because of the reality you've been subscribing to all morning. So maybe the second scenario is, you know, you're 20 pounds overweight, 80 pounds overweight, whatever. And rather than complaining and talking shit about it, 
you can reframe this. And this is the whole lesson is being able to reframe things that you don't like as opportunities to change. Here's the thing. It's a game. You guys have to understand that it is a game. You don't complain and whine and, you know, talk about how much you shit the bed over a game of golf that you just messed up on one plate. You just practice. That's all you do. It's a game. You got to get out. You got to practice more. It's crazy. Like I'm watching LeBron James in the finals right now. One of the best players of all time that we've ever seen ever. And in game one, he scores 51 points, literally just destroys Golden State's defense. And in game two, he doesn't do anything. Totally different LeBron. And you wonder what goes through an athlete's mind. What goes through a pro performer's mind? How is it that they can swing from one performance to the opposite end of the spectrum? And it all comes down to this. If you've read this, the book Relentless, he talks about this. He was a coach to Dwayne Wade and Kobe and Michael and some of the best basketball players ever. And he talks about this, the reality that you tell yourself and where you live. It's the difference between a closer, a cooler, and a cleaner is how stable and impenetrable you can make this story. Too many people are tuned into the reality of their circumstances rather than the reality of their choices. Oh, so let's say it again. You got to write it down. You got you to actually process this. Too many people are tuned into the reality of their circumstances rather than the reality of their choices. Remember, we talked about version number one, where it's like all you're talking about, all you're, cho- all you're, all you're focusing on is the circumstance that you don't like. What a, a cleaner will do, what a pro will do, is they'll actually reframe all of those. And they'll say, you know, they're not going to be like, man, I wish I wasn't overweight. Man, why is it so easy for that person to win? Man, why is it so hard for me to blah, man, blah, blah. They're not going to do that. They're going to say, man, thank God that I have control over my choices. And I'm just going to play better. That's the only choice I have is to play better. There's a massive difference between tuning into the reality of your circumstances versus tuning into the reality of your choices. One is going to give you power. The other is going to steal from you. This is why you got to be really careful. This is a side note, coming into client kit. And um, if you're new, you know, maybe you haven't seen this yet, but you will see it. Where it's like you're going to be implementing the process and it's not going to work day two. And you're going to just be like, well, it's day two. I'm going to keep implementing the process and it's not going to work day three. You're like, well, you know what? It's day three. I'm going to keep working it. And it's day four and you still haven't had any results. And it's day five. I can predict whether you will be a winner or a loser by the words that you use on day 35, day 40, day 50. I can predict whether you are going to change the world's or whether you were going to live in obscurity and mediocrity. Not by how you talk on day two, not by how you talk on day seven, but by how you talk on day 40. Because I'm going to be able to see which reality are you subscribing to. You're going to subscribe to the reality of circumstance, or are you going to subscribe to the reality of choice? And you can see the difference when people come in here and they post in the group and they're like, hey, here's what I've done. Here's how many things I've posted. Here's how many people I've talked to. Is there anything that, I'm, that you think I'm missing? I know that this thing works. I've just been trying to figure out. There's a difference between someone saying that and someone saying, I'm scared. Why isn't this working? Somebody comfort me. 
Somebody brushed my hair. There's a massive, massive difference. If you got the memo from last month, we literally just talked about this, where it's like, you have to be able to use your language to self-segment what reality you're going to subscribe to. All right. Could go on this forever because it's so important. You'll literally never find me and Chris like just complaining about circumstance ever. Like go to Chris's wall, try to find it. Have fun. You'll spend the next like four hours like looking through all of his life. You will never find it. Go to my wall and look at me complaining about my circumstances. You'll never find it. It doesn't exist because we are not subscribed. We are not tuned in to the reality of circumstance. We aren't. Sometimes we feel like we're getting crushed, but there is always the reckoning where we correct it and we're like, you know what? I have choices to make. I am thankful that even though maybe I didn't make the money that I thought I was going to make last month, the beauty of that is I can make different choices this month and make the money that I want to make. All right. A couple things. Give you guys a couple things to wrap on as we end this one, Mindset Monday. Number one, there are always two realities. Always two realities. Always two realities. You know what happens to amateurs when they start feeling pressure? Someone who doesn't have ice in their veins, someone who's not a clutch performer, an amateur, when they start feeling pressure, they start tensing up. They start missing shots. They start thinking too much. But what happens to a pro is they reframe it because they understand it. And there is a disempowering way to handle this pressure. And there is a empowering way to handle this pressure. The wrong thing for you to ask for is less pressure. I'll just tell you that right now. Another word for pressure, you guys want to know what it is? I'll give you another word for pressure. It also starts with a P. Synonymous with pressure is power. Another word for pressure is power. Look, you do not get in a McLaren and get the speed and the power that comes from that engine without an extraordinary amount of pressure build up and release. You don't get in an airplane and that airplane just effortlessly float off the ground without a tremendous amount of turbulence and wind resistance that forces the plane in the sky. Another word for pressure is power. But if you're not subscribed to the right reality, you ain't going to see any of that. You're going to see, oh man, I talked to this person and he didn't buy circumstance. Oh man, I've been running my ads for four days and I don't have any apps. Circumstance. Oh man, I'm running out of money. Circumstance. Pressure. Circumstance. Pressure. Circumstance. Pressure. But the pros are thinking choices. Power. Choices. Power. Choices. Power. Just telling you like it is today. I hope you see the difference. Sometimes you got to say, man, I am thankful that I get to exercise my freedom of choice to get what I want today. I get to exercise my freedom of choice to get what I want. Even if things aren't going your way, you got to subscribe to the reality of choice. Somebody say, be careful which reality you subscribe to. Here's number two. You cannot live in version one whilst, you know, talking from version two. It's impossible. Man, if it were possible, I would have figured it out. I would have literally figured it out and Chris would have figured it out, but it's not possible. The reason we're so careful with what we say, even with each other, to be honest, 
we're pretty careful with what we say, even when we're talking with each other, even in bad months. And we're always talking about choices and we're always talking about what can we do different. But sometimes people will be like, man, I just know that, I just know that I'm going to make it. I'm going to get through this. And they're saying it from a place of good intentions. But let me ask you this. Does a billionaire say, man, just one day I believe I'm going to have the money I need? Does the person who's just ripped out got, you know, eight pack abs, are they in the gym being like, man, one day I'll be in shape? Nope. Does the person who's happily married to the love of their lives say, man, one day I'll have a wonderful spouse? Nope. Write this down. I become first. I have second. I become first. I have second. If your goal is to have before you become, you will always be unhappy. You will always be exhausted. You will always be confused. You will always be spinning about, trying to figure out why the universe doesn't pick you. (laughs) You got to become first. This is the problem with being like, man, I'm going to make it through it. You like get yourself all hoorah, revved up. You can tell that that person hasn't totally transitioned into the empowering version of themselves. And you can tell because they're still talking like the disempowered version of themselves. Start talking like you're there. Start becoming that person and you'll have the result as a byproduct. Chris can go out and get anything he wants. He can have anything he wants. We talk about it sometimes. Like Christmas is weird now because people are like, you know, his parents say, what do you want? My parents say, what do I? I'm like, there's nothing you can buy me. Like, just give me some socks, mom. You know, like, give me some socks, please. That's what I would like for Christmas. There's nothing that we can't have, but it's because we've become, we've become the type of person that can transition pressure into power, circumstance into choice. We became first and we have second. Stop speaking like the person four years ago. Start, start speaking like the person four years from now. We'll speed it up. I hope this is helping somebody. Number three. This is the final thing. Measure what matters. Measure what matters. We're one of the rarities in our market where it's like, if you ask me or Chris, like how much money we've made this month, I actually wouldn't know. I'd have to go look. But I know how many leads we've had this month. Isn't that weird? I know, I know how many posts I've made in the month of June. I know how many emails we've sent out this month. We are obsessed with those lead indicators, the lead indicators, the things that you actually have control over, the lead indicators that ultimately are responsible for the lag indicators. And so many people, they get so obsessed with the end result, but they don't actually measure the levers that you need to pull to create that end result. You got to measure what matters because there is nothing more disempowering for you than to focus on the outcome while not, not tracking the activities. Okay. So we all just switch it around. Stop worrying about the outcome for a minute and start worrying about the activities. How many days have I flawlessly executed the process in a row? Start getting addicted to that. Don't get addicted to the money. Don't get addicted to the bank account. Don't get addicted to logging into your Facebook ads and checking comments and stupid shit like that. Start getting addicted to 
flawlessly executing the process and the activities. I remember we said this at the April event with Elite. Winners crave the process as much as or more than they crave the outcome. Winners crave the process, if not more than they crave the outcome. And I can testify to this. Chris can be a testament to this. Like, I love writing. I love doing these calls. I love these events. I love doing strategy sessions. There are a few of y'all in here that I've actually gotten to talk to because I don't do them anymore. You look at like Kevin and Sarah and a couple other people that Amanda that I've actually gotten to speak to. And it's like, I love the process. Like the process is so addicting to me. If I can just wake up and do the process, I'm waking up earlier and earlier. This morning I got out of bed at 5.10 in the morning, literally hopped out of bed and raced to get coffee. I freaking crave the process. You know, I am confident that for the next 20 years, I'm not going to have to worry about anything is because I'm so addicted to the process that um, the outcome doesn't even matter. Like the reward for me is the process. I'm obsessed with it. And the outcome is like, just whatever, you know, just take care of itself. But the more you can fall in love with the process, the more money you're going to have, the better the outcomes you're going to have. Crave the process, crave the process, track the activities, tune into the right reality, become first so you can have second, and make sure you're focused on choice, not circumstances. Give me that process. Give me that process. So that's all I got for today. Focus on the process. We love you guys. We'll see you soon.